0: All right, welcome to another episode of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Louis, <laughs> Louie, you're like you got two things going on there. You got a little bourbon, and you got a little beer.
1: Oh, getting a text from a, a sports director in town. I mean, let's go. What a day! What a day! What sports director? A downslid. Not, not worry about it. Okay.
0: Yeah, how about that? All right, give me give me an idea of what you got drinking over there. Oh, Okay, so this I'm is not the, a hazy IPA guy. Yeah, I yeah. So this is the about.
1: Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to show like show oh, people? Sure, on yeah. yeah. Um, this is one that I buy in the big can. Okay, Don't have to get uh, too many of these. Kind of like, I mean, like Natty uh It is like Natty Bo, but uh, twice as much alcohol as Natty Bo. And then this is the old um,
0: uh, Jim Beam Hunter proof. So we're
1: doing Also, that
2: don't besmirch Natty Bo. Natty Bo is a lager. It is I mean, not that crappy IPA style. I ha-
0: listen, I well, hate, you had one. I hate IBA, IPAs. Well, you
1: had, an, no, you had a Natty Bo. Over the the
0: bohemian style. Yeah. Because that made me think of Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Drinking on the roof after tar I mean, roof. I think we need to get straight to it. Well, I mean, can we can we hang out and just talk for a little bit or do you want to like? Are, well, that's uh, talking. Yeah, OK. You you, know bought, you
1: went to Preakness for the first time. I'm a little
0: disappointed in your drinking selection, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now. It's National Wine Day and you're bougie ass. And should, you're, you're not drinking. I've already had two today. So <laughs> <laughs> I had two at dinner today. He took he took clients out to to get a little oh, you know, nice. something after some inspections. And yeah, so that that was it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's national wine day. Okay.
1: I got nothing against the wine.
0: I do. I'm not a big wine drinker. Oh, okay. So,
1: so that seems like a personal problem.
2: Did, did Mike just besmirch you because you didn't have wine and then be like, I'm not a really big wine drinker. That's precisely know, what I'm that.
0: really not a wine drinker at all, but yeah. that's okay. Hey, good. let's, uh, what, what do you want to get to? Go ahead. Tell me what's going no,
1: on. First things first. You go to your first, first break things this, first on the realist. Um, and, you you see the crappiest Preakness field ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was so it was crappy. That's part of it. We saw uh this <laughs> for the, the we have two triple crown uh legs so far and both winners got their first big stakes win. Right. <laughs> you know, there it is. Their first grade one in the uh uh in the triple crown. And for the race. first
1: time in I cannot remember how long the Belmont is setting up to be the best leg of the triple crown.
0: It uh, could be. I mean, right. I still think we got a long way to go before we see who actually enters. But yeah, I mean, it looks if Forte shows up and half yeah. the
1: shooters that we're talking about, even from it, the, it pre- looks the from the uh, Derby, show up, we can and
0: honestly. Have an interesting I'm legacy. surprised because I thought for, I thought we could see like a six horse uninterested field, uh, in one case, and because we've seen that in the past, right? I mean, so oh, absolutely, um, it is looking like it could be. I mean, Brad Cox is shipping. Yep. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's looking like it could be good. Yeah. So well, there you go. That's the one we're going to miss.
1: Well, let's talk through
2: the weekend. So Bafford shipping three, isn't he?
0: Bafford shipping three?
2: three. Yeah.
0: Um, he very well could be. I have not. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Mm. But who are the three that you got? Is he going to ship National Treasure? Because that horse has no chance to go a mile and a half. It would be stunning if they did. N-
2: National Treasure? Okay. Uh, Arabian Lion?
0: Yeah. Well, Arabian and, Lion I knew about. But he also doesn't have a chance. No, so
2: but. Has he seen Reincarnate? Reincarnate. Yep.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't like it. any of those. I don't like any of them either. So.
2: I don't like any of them either. But yeah. the fact that he's Except just Baffer gonna three, flood the field.
1: I
0: agree. Baffert became the all-time winningest Preakness trainer on his own. He tied it to the last one, and he now has eight Preakness wins, which is the most of all time. Uh, but really, like what it comes down to for me when we talk about the the Preakness, and I listen, if Zach has done his job, he's got this ready, okay? Because we should have the sound clip ready to go. <laughs> I'm Steve Asmussen. And it Had was you not met him before. I, you know, we've been in like in the same areas and whatever else. And he always kind of comes off as of me as like a little socially awkward. Okay. And, uh, I mean, he
1: does get up at four in the morning to hang out with horses. Sure. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. And, and honestly, like even, <laughs> even when we approached him, there's something about it. I don't know if, if you feel the same way, but there's something about being at Pimlico where to me, it's easier to approach those guys. No than question. It is at Churchill Downs. Yes. That's uh,
1: why covering the Preakness it's so important, great. right? No, because you, you can just—they're just there. That well, stakes barn, they're just hanging out. Right? Sure, yeah. but then
0: they—they they recognize you at Churchill, and it becomes a little bit sure. easier and stuff like that. And I think most people recognize this, and they probably start being like, "Yeah, who, but who, if you win those jackwads, if
1: you went Saturday for Kirtana Day at Churchill and you saw him near the paddock, you could talk to him. But Derby Day, good luck. I mean, it's just a different—it's just a different animal
0: that way. Yeah, and so the fact that he's—you uh you know—he was definitely grumpy when we when we approach thank you jenny reese i'm guessing it was jenny reese i'm not really sure what he was (laughs) going to be about uh i I don't know uh we love jenny uh but and i kind of waited my turn you know patient wasn't rude just said hey steve can we grab can we grab like 90 seconds and uh, he said, sh- he said, sure. I was like, all okay, right, we're gonna, you know, nothing too serious. We're going to have a little fun. He's like, as long as it's fun for me and not just fun for you, <laughs> which made me wonder if he's watching the show. I don't know. Um, and I was like, oh no, it'll be fun. And then we went straight into how, how do you pronounce asmussen asmussen and told him that he was, he got a big kick. Once we told him he was a drinking game oh, he on the that. show, yeah. if you pronounce as musin, on the show, it's a drink. And, uh, and then we got him to record the as as close as he Frankly, was. Frankly,
2: at this
1: point, all of them are drinking
0: yeah that's true
1: asmussen asmussen, asmussen they're all drinking
0: you so uh, we've just
1: said it like eight times finish your drink pour another one that's,
0: that's right so <laughs> um yeah that that'll be we'll have that audio now clipped out i think i sent it to zach zach did i send you that clip of just the asmussen <laughs> oh no uh, he's working <laughs> hard behind. yes this.
2: you yeah. you sent me the clip okay, okay got it
0: so then we'll be able to play it and, and it won't be me going asmussen anymore it'll be actual steve doing it so um that as was good that's the highlight um, that, and I'll tell you what the other highlight was, even though the interview did not go as, uh, seamless on ESPN radio as we would have liked it to go. Sure.
3: The,
1: oh,
0: Patrick, sure. Patrick Bove, who oh, was Oh, look one at them, you
1: getting his name right.
0: And I know. I really want I mean, to say. I mean, it only
1: took five days, but good for you, man. That's great.
0: He was an incredibly, I mean, we really had no idea what we were getting as far as an interview with him, but he was engaging. Where is he
1: based? Miami?
0: Bo- uh, uh, Boca Raton. So we got okay. to talk about Boca a little bit because. That's where I had my honeymoon. And uh used to have a family You lost your dad. Virginia virginity in Boca? I'm not gonna say that. How I'm just that? saying that's where my honeymoon all right, was. A little virginity just look in the camera and go, as <laughs> Just like that, it would be uh, it would change our world right there. As-mussin.
3: No, no, you're gonna go like az <laughs> uh, <as-mussin>. uh, <laughs> <All right, laughs> right.
0: Just that little giggle right there. I know it was perfect. That no, was perfect. There it is. I love it. He's looking great. <laughs> Uh Zach, I think I clipped and maybe I didn't send you just the like the him just him saying, saying asthma <laughs> alone. I don't know if I sent you that one or not. Because before that he was not smiling. No, he wasn't. And so he was laughing and having a good time yeah, yeah. with us. And, so, and honestly, that's what we want to do, right? Like right, for sure. We got to into some of the horse racing talk with him, talking about Red Route One, and he he nailed it. He's oh, like, oh, he's oh. totally right about it. He's like, the horse ran
1: fourth, exactly pretty much how he
0: predicted. Yes, yeah, there's right, not yeah, enough yeah, yeah. pace in this race. There wasn't enough pace in the race for Mage. Uh there was enough uh, it was slow enough for National Treasure to stay up front and do his thing. So, uh, I mean, we basically thought there was two scenarios of that race. and One of them one, came true. One of them came That's true, right. yeah.
1: So we did talk about that on Saturday. It was either going to be that Major was going to get something to run into. And and I made the comment, and I was wrong, that we always say there's no pace in this race, in these, these classic races, and there always is.
0: There wasn't. There was no pace. Johnny
1: V did the damn thing.
0: It was normal. I mean, I guess it was normal pace. It wasn't slow pace. It was just normal pace. Well, it
1: was like 48-3, man. But he the ran f- it out in 113. The,
0: the first quarter
2: was high 23s. Yeah.
0: yeah. Was high, which and is then not the sweaty. second
2: quarter was 25.
0: <laughs> yeah, the second quarter was Johnny sweaty. V walked him on the front, for sure. Right. No, he did his job. He
1: did exactly yeah. what he was supposed to do, 100%. That it, You know, when, when we talked about the derby preps uh, with Kings Barnes, we had the exact same thing happen, right, where Flavian got out front uh, in Louisiana and just just kind of rocked everybody to sleep. Not, there, not his fault. That's what he was supposed to do. And so uh, Johnny V, uh, by the way, finishing up the career triple crown, Yep. So you were there for that at least, right? Yep. That's. But big. talk to us. You know, we haven't gotten your sort of – you gave us a letter grade over the weekend. You've had a few days to ruminate and think about your trip to Baltimore. Now, I, I picked out a terrible hotel. Well,
0: I don't think that was completely your fault. We had a couple really nice dinners. Oh, yeah. We right? had two great dinners. Yeah. Those, and then, they were
1: fantastic. And then, you know, uh, Pimlico's Pimlico. Um, and and, I and don't you got to hang it, out with friends and stuff, right? Yeah, so like,
0: I don't think the area around Pimlico is as bad as what people say it is. I agree with you. So especially like, uh, what is it? Is it north? Zach, you can uh, correct me. Is it Northwestern Parkway or that's that's Louisville? What is it?
1: Oh, the Parkway right outside of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
0: yeah, go okay on the other right side there. of that, and it's like right. It's like a nice section of Beachmont. If not, yeah, you know, right, like a right. yeah, uh, port of the, part of the highlands kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: we got to we got to Hamden really quickly to have that really nice Italian meal as well. Yeah, and so no, it was, uh, I thought I would say. By the way, we do need to, and I can't believe we're this far in. Shout out to the guys at Jimmy's, who saved us a table. Carl, Carl our guy, was our guy. Yeah, smoked cigars with us, hung out, um, comped our first round of, uh, of of drinks. I don't know if I'm allowed would to say have that there, but like, like
0: uh, met his waitresses a little bit more than. But yeah,
1: that was not a bad part of it. No, yeah. But no that that seafood platter John, tower John Piazzac, that we ordered John Piazza hanging. Listen, up.
0: let's talk about that seafood platter. <laughs> like we're ordering that seafood platter as an appetizer, and it becomes very clear after that seafood platter is there that the only two people that are even interested in anything on that seafood platter Most are three me and Are me and Rich Strike. Well, a little, John Piazza had John a couple. Ansel. He had a couple shrimp.
1: I'm just not an oysters guy.
0: Sure, but you like just ordered it because it was it's gigantic. Bucks? Yeah, because the, yeah, was the impressive factor. Here. Yeah. Right, yeah. So we ordered it, and then, like, I'm like, because I wanted to do like a hamburger or something like that for dinner. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, there it Shit. is. Oh, here it is. If here I don't is. eat this here thing, then no one's going to We are now eat explicit.
1: It. Go ahead and drink. I Whatever. Okay. Yeah, there it is.
0: That okay. is true, though, right?
1: There it is. It is true. Well, I, I, oh, thanks for bringing me to, to Maryland. I want a burger.
0: <laughs> I had my crab cake at, at Coco's or wherever I was. Yeah, we to didn't do get before. to do that because you abandoned us. Um, And then I had the crab, but the crab legs at Jimmy's were unbelievable. Were incredible. I thought the lobster was really good, too. Yeah, it was, eh? it was good. Eh? So um look, we're sounding very bougie uh <laughs> crab legs and lobster good of zach to put their uh their website up there uh two spots are there
1: the restaurant downstairs and then the club upstairs we were upstairs uh, out, uh hanging out and stuff it's a
0: it did turn into a club like true club try to point. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if people actually were dancing, but the other couple
1: I need to give a shout out to is Amber and Ryan from the Twin Cities that we met, uh, yeah. hung out with us on a picnic table. Uh, most a, of day. Did you say a picnic table.
0: Did I say picnic table? I think you said a picnic table. So is Pricknic. that a, is that a picnic table for pricks?
1: Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> uh, but we got to hold court and hang out with people all day. Um, it's
0: a we had some we made some really solid connections. Absolutely. I mean, it was pretty uh, fun. Uh, from that standpoint, it was great. I think again, going and. I think I underestimated how valuable it was to go to this thing where it's not like the onslaught of media like it is at Churchill. Correct. And so like the people who you are You can there actually talk to people and who are traveling from out of town, like you know that you're horse racing media, right? Yep. So um and you realize how many faces you recognize too. Right? Oh absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. It also and it. we are we are one hundred percent the life of that party. <laughs> people come in, there's you know, we come in, people are smiling, and sure. it's like you know, I don't know if you watch Ted Lasso or not, but like in season three, uh, Keely's started her own PR firm and like going into her office, no one's got any sense of humor. They're just at their desk working and no one's making a noise. That's kind of what it's like going into the press room. It and is then, like that. And then we walk in there and it's and like, by the
1: way, people up there. I mean, David Joseph doing the credentialing, oh, crushing great. great guy. Good stuff. Joan crushing it, I doing all the stuff. I want
0: to say thank you to David Joseph for not credentialing Louie. That, <laughs> that's ex- <laughs> Zach and it's I, so credentials. No problem at all. Nothing there for Louie. Yeah. So that was uh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Thank
1: God they had a prayer. <laughs> Thank God. I, I was just going to have to get in the car and go home. Just be done with it. <laughs> or sneak into Pimlico. Have,
0: yeah, somehow. Uh, last shout it out. It would not have been hard to sneak Last shout there. out. Scott
1: Wyckoff, WBAL. Yeah. The voice of the Preakness uh, in Baltimore there. Uh, found us somehow uh, during derby coverage. Uh, Horse Racing Happy Hour with Dan Issel, Uh Tweeted about it. Did the whole thing. Climbed all the way from the first turn at Pimlico with no elevator up to the top, top, top of that press room just to come say hi to us on Friday. Didn't have to do that. Has me on on Saturday so that I can, you know, hang out for 20, 25 minutes, whatever it is. Totally appreciate that because, you know, Mike, that's one of those things where you get into those markets and it's cool to be able to participate in their local coverage, right? And so that was, I, I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, you know, the no elevator thing all weekend was was real. Pimlico, <laughs> it was real. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it yeah but it was good. I hit I hit the early pick four and the late pick three on Friday. Saturday was not as good <laughs> uh, from a gambling perspective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all uh, you know, we saw some good racing. I, you know, with the Pimlico special, the finish there was fantastic. terrific race. Yep. Uh, the hey Zach, spinner,
1: can we pull up the uh, Pimlico special? Why don't we go straight to that? Actually, I think that'd be a fun one to start with. Here, uh, we see Rattle and Roll. I mean, from our angle. No chance that that's what happened in that race. So, yeah, uh, We'll go to the Pimlico special here. Just a terrific stretch run. Was it- we had several of those, frankly. At, uh,
0: well, we saw a great per- uh, performance in the sprint race. Yep. Um, Straight No Chaser. Straight No Chaser, yep. looked, which is a great name for the show. Also could so, be the show's horse. Yeah, could be the go. show's horse. Yep. Um, I mean, I, overall. Obviously,
1: the Preakness stretch duel. I mean, it wasn't who we expected to be in the stretch duel. Just the two of them. But it was a great stretch tool. Right? Yeah.
0: And so, I, I really think it was funny of the people who I was sitting with complaining about the distance between races. And I was like, you'll have no idea. Like, this
1: Oh, thing- you don't have 95 minutes between races? <laughs> yeah. You Fascinating. Don't, yeah, all right. right. So here's the
0: end of the Pimlico special from the
1: about
3: the 10 it's Keystone Field running in second midway on the far turn. Rattle and roll is moving four wide, and Hotlin is moving right with him as they come toward the top of the stretch, then Kuchar and Law Professor, and they're into the stretch, and Rattle and roll, circles up on the outside, and comes up right alongside, of Speed Bias, they are stride for stride, Rattle and roll on the outside, Speed Bias fights on, these two will decide it, Rattle and roll and Claudia Pratt. Speed Bias and Luis Saez. Photo finish. Oh, How did the he crystal. win that race?
0: No doubt, no I, way. And by the way, shout out to John Piazic who had speed bias as yeah. like stone cold long yeah. shot pick. Oh. Uh, but oh. round and roll great there. Uh, special thanks to NBC for the for the Three race coverage. There, yeah. yeah, I just
2: want to say that that was so close of a finish that we were at the finish line. Couldn't tell. Yeah. Saw the race and thought Rattle and Roll lost by a nose. <laughs> I was uh, I was on the roof actually for that race okay. with, yeah. with
0: John Piazzik, and he was mad because yeah. he had both of them in his pick five. But he he had oh he gets paid five. way more if like and, game, right? yeah speed bias wins. He was like man that probably cost. By the me way, two Johnny grand. P on Friday was solid. Yeah, it was get solid. out of the
1: way. A couple grand. Oh, kill got to
0: see our boy Dan Illman up there. Oh
1: yeah, little well, Danny. I, we didn't mention
0: Danny I yet. And Dan Issel, Illman and Issel. Yeah, so it was a
1: little crushing weekend.
0: Yeah, all yeah. we needed was some Kevin Kilroy out there, and it would've been it would have been good. <laughs> Get Kevin Kilroy. In Who's spirit. the Kevin
1: Kilroy of Maryland?
0: Uh, Wilkin. It's got to be right. <laughs> it's Dan Wilkin, yeah, yeah,
1: he's Mr. Saratoga
0: though. Yeah, that's. But you know, we he... saw him like thirty times. Oh yeah, because he's on the notes team. But Kilroy's Louisiana. That's fair enough. Yeah,
1: I guess Wilkin's doing the notes team. You're right. Yeah, You're right.
0: good call. All, all right. right. So what uh, what race you got Tips pulled a up? Lot now. <laughs> a lot taller. A lot taller. Might, he might be two of Kevin Killers.
1: All right, which one is this, uh, Zach? We're going to the We're Black the This is the pre- I'll go straight face. to the Preakness. Right. Why not? Let's go.
3: Two and a half lengths behind them. Red rock 1 cuts the corner, and they're into the stretch. National treasure taken on by Blazing Sevens. Mage wanders inside. Still work to do with him. National treasure. Dig again. Blazing Sevens. Mage stirred. third, it's national treasure, it's Blazing Sevens putting on a show in the freakness. Who's it gonna be? It's gonna be national treasure. John Velasquez Get. Jack-
0: I'm so glad that Blazing Sevens did not win, by the way. Because had- of how Irad was riding. No, we had that oh. frat boy. Uh, the kid, it was like my, it did. The day went from like super nice people to fratty very quickly around. The that, place. And then he was like, "My boss told me to bet hundred dollars on blazing Sevens. I was like, "We don't like that bet." <laughs> so I would have felt really bad uh if he would have gone and put the hundred dollars on on uh, blazing seven or didn't put the hundred dollars on blazing seven. Yeah, yeah. One. there you go. Yeah, the uh incredible finish right there. I Gosh. thought there was a lot of bumping on that stretch. Run. Well, I,
1: it it was interesting to hear ownership of. Of national treasure talk about it and it's quote unquote race riding. from i read, when you win mm-hmm. what do they say if they don't win <laughs> right right it's a very different story i think and so yeah no um i read move that horse straight over to the rail as hard as he could and that, that I, no one's talking about that and i think it's only because nothing happened and the other horse won i, I don't know i i thought it seemed clean to me i don't know
0: i didn't think it seemed clean i was actually And by the
1: way mage it was all set up for him
0: no kick though. it wasn't
1: he, he was tired yeah i mean
0: this is what we're gonna see and i mean it's
1: no but no 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 but also just fifth start ever and sure. these sorts of things like yeah guy needs a little time off they're gonna give that to him which is great and so no i i think that it's more um
0: these, but these more horses that he just
1: needs some time yeah. off after well, such a hard i mean he had to be all out in every race that he's been in recently
2: what's up was Ty? he the only horse that had a two-week layoff he was the yeah. only horse from the derby yeah.
0: right yeah, so uh, it's a good question. Again, um, we're going to see what happens if uh, you know, I'm I'm more of a proponent now of spreading these races out more than ever. So Do you know the only perpetrator of that? What? Todd Pletcher. I mean, and by the
1: way, if you made this 3 weeks apart for each of them, he still wouldn't go to the Preakness.
0: No, I don't think 3 weeks is enough, you know. So <sighs> Wow. Okay. And I you know, we'll see. I mean, I think the five I think the 5 weeks we're seeing between Derby and Belmont. I think
1: what you're setting up in that scenario is breeding even even more ridiculously to the point that it can't just be a month apart. Our horses can only run flight line style. I think that's what you're advocating for.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, um,
2: I mean it's the, a different world in Japan, but they do four weeks between.
0: Yeah. So it, it'd be interesting to see. I think I think four weeks is the right spacing, uh, but I, I understand your point too. I mean, if you had a superbred horse who then comes in. And gives enough of a sample size that you can. I mean, be we had dominant. a triple
1: crown winner five years ago. I mean, we act like it was like I'm six not, years ago.
0: But I'm I'm calling strictly for the health and safety of the horse because that triple crown winner five years ago.
1: But Pharaoh did in 15. that was eight years ago. I
0: understand that. So but within
1: the last decade. The, I mean, we act like
0: it was a century ago. The triple crown winner who as only races a three year old, got injured after that Belmont. Did he? N- never ran again. Did he get injured? According to all, everything he get I read, injured? yes. Country House, too, after the Derby? Country House is <laughs> completely different <there>. saying <laughs> they, had, they had that horse in training to, ru- to Louis, ride Is that called
2: Stable mat. Cough? Is that what it is? Stable Cough? It's, it's like called reference. It to the mat for Lacey Shaber
0: once wow. again. What did they have to benefit from by saying the horse was injured when he wasn't injured? Put him to stud. Yeah, but just go to stud. Like, who cares? I mean, there's nothing. You have a reason, then? You have a reason to go to stud because you won the Triple Crown. It seems
1: like a jerk reason, then.
0: I don't think so. Oh, I, told I you mean so. I I think if that was your case to go but I think that horse was legit hurt and um and they weren't going to risk it going in the travers or going into Country house too? Country house is it's the same exact excuse as it's, what I'm telling you. I don't think it's the same excuse at all. It's Bill Mott. You think he's a good horseman? Do I think Bill Motz? Well, we're gonna find out with Rich Strike. <laughs> we're gonna find out. Uh, I want to see this Maryland Sprint.
1: By the way, I need to see Straight No Chaser because with this show is called the Horse Racing Happy Hour, and this performance was like holy bleep. They didn't touch this horse, so um, I, this one stands out in a legitimately serious way. Zach, do you have that one ready? I apologize if you pulled up the Black-eyed Susan instead, <laughs> and I'm that guy.
0: <laughs> by the way, it just the the point is is that Rich Strike the breeding's not going to matter for him going forward in the stud. Correct. So right, it right. does matter. Yeah. Don't justify. Right.
3: All right. I I actually so just again, as they they make, make their way around they the far decide. turn. Break of another two to War Toxin. Willie Boyd to the inside is next at full authority. Straight no chaser has gone forty-four point six six for a half. Phew. He's into the stretch and coming to the gate pole with a two and a half night lead. Prevalence is full out in second. And then comes Wonder where Greg is and Nakatomi Straight no chasers running Dominant
0: right there. The wind.
2: Oh, touch.
3: oh, what a performance
0: under the wire by a bike, race record or course record. record. I could not know what uh, it's Of Course record, record for yeah. that. By uh, the way,
1: I'm going to say something blasphemous on this show. Everybody's going to have to drink. He beats Matoli if he runs that race.
2: <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah.
1: I, I think it was that good. I think he beats Jackie's Warrior. I think he beats anyone at that. Well we'll have to that, see straight no big.
0: chaser stays on that sprint form for the rest of the
2: summer and we'll see him in the breeders' cup hopefully so yeah hopefully
1: I agree. Yeah he's raced on the West Coast before, so I don't know
2: why they wouldn't have uh, set him out there. What's you you there? know what made that stand out for me is that was the only one all weekend. Correct. Yeah, no one else did that. That's right. No one else did that. That's right. Some
0: of it was kind of chalky, although I think that it was really more like the second or third picks that came in uh all weekend. A lot long. of time. A yep. lot of times. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean ultimately we saw good horses and the good horses for the most part stepped up. We had those two Races back to back on Saturday that were hit by double digit shots. But, yep. Um, besides that, it was pretty chalky. There you go. Sorry, I got to see Sophie Tucker. That was another highlight. I know you don't even care about Sophie Tucker, but it was what are awesome. you talking about? I just didn't want to leave our picnic table because I'm lazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You you literally walked twice
1: as many steps. That I day went over as
0: I did to go see the club music with my
1: very drunk friend Rich.
0: Yeah. Who enjoyed the scenery. <laughs> so boobies i like the i like the they are talking about suit. boobies all right so is this the black out susan here is let's do that... the
1: black susan phase of the uh, big uh big favorite is the nine horse here
3: side the two of them are one two and now flabby and brad asking for from Fiza. Edgar Morales, and who's your philly to catch as they I'll make their that. way to the top of the stretch here and the black eyed susan and they're into the stretch and who's you pause your it? philly has a
0: at this point, don't you think it's either Pfizer or Hoosier Philly? Well, you talked about Mage having no excuses. Yeah. phase had. For sure. But no. at this point
1: in the race, isn't it, you think either Hoosier Philly or phase is going to get yeah, it Yeah, well, I, th- I thought it was I okay.
0: Mean, I, uh, Okay. But congrats to Hoosier Philly, by the way, for running. you ran hand. Go ahead. With
3: up two and a half. On the outside, Texas is in the second. By
1: the way, shout out Rafa Bejarano. Yep. Uh, rides a lot here in Kentucky. A really, really accomplished guy. Won the riding title three years in a row at Santa Anita. So he, obviously he knows his way around um, everything, <laughs> frankly, right? Uh, good to see him. Uh, I've gotten to hang out with him a couple Sundays after uh, after the uh, the Derby uh, recently. And so uh, good for him. His story is really interesting. So he's a he's a Peruvian, and he and his dad were trying to find their way to the basketball stadium for but, him to go to basketball games.
0: Yeah, we, you and I were listening to this story together when he was telling us that's him. right and, it and was they, they get lost right
1: they end up at the horse track just to get directions and the guy looks uh, looks rafa up and down and says you ever ridden a horse before son in <laughs> two years like literally two years later he wins a riding title that Saturday. quick yeah unbelievable just made for it right
0: so unbelievable. Just uh he, he is. He's a great dude. It was his whole family was basically out there. We met his mom because yeah. she couldn't travel because of COVID. Right. That's right. Right. She was That's stuck right. in
1: the US, right? And so no, it was a it was a real pleasure, frankly. And a good for him because I mean he's that level of rider. I mean, he's definitely a great at stakes winning rider. So there you go.
0: So FaZe there with uh with flavor Board. I mean, it just to me just shows again that this the champion three year old Philly is so up for grabs. Mm. I mean I agree. It is it's crazy to see how this whole thing's gonna play out. And I don't know if any one of them deserve it.
1: <laughs> okay. Here's here's what I think's gonna happen. Okay. We're gonna find out that Hoosier Philly just didn't like fairgrounds. Okay. And she's gonna come back and run big at Churchill. And we're gonna have a
0: decision to make. That's what's gonna happen. I mean, she showed it there, man. She showed a lot better. She showed it yeah, there. It, w- it was good.
1: That was Edgar Morales <laughs> at Piblico for the first time. Yeah. Right? And she was still great. Attacks obviously flew by her and, and, and did the dang thing. But I mean, I just, I, mm, I, I think Hoosier Your is going to pick off a couple races this year.
0: So you think Hoosier Your is going to have this huge bounce back? I think she's going to have a huge bounce
1: back. All right. I think all the jokes everybody made are going to come back.
0: It's going to come to roost, Mike. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, let's move on. Is that a dad joke? Our... That oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on to our handicapping segment of the show. Uh, Thank you, of... Zach.
1: Good, good job on the replays.
0: And thanks to uh, NBC and their YouTube page for all of that. It's uh, it's kind of a light weekend, of of course, uh, yeah. but we got Churchill racing and we got the Kirtana, at, so we're gonna give you a sequence of pick five right here. I want to tell people why I went to
1: Churchill instead of San Anita, which has two graded stakes. Okay. The opening leg of the late pick five at San Anita is a twelve thousand five hundred dollar claimer. Okay. We don't do that on this show. <laughs> I play those. But we don't do that on this show, so we're going to Churchill this week.
0: Right, I mean, Do we want to mention anything about those stakes races? Was there anything interesting in this? Uh, one
1: of them's a downhill sprint. The Thank only thing love. I'll say, the six-and-a-half furlongs, if you read the form, has a little asterisk next to it. That tells you it's the downhill course at, at Santa Anita. Look for horses that have either run that course well or have won on that course. Experience on that course is everything at Santa Anita.
0: Seven horses in that field. It is the grade three Daytona. Um, and only $100,000 for a grade three again. Cause
1: they're required to, as John Sherva once told yeah, us. Yeah,
0: right. Um, uh, and it's a very, you know, we have one horse that's double digit odds, but the overwhelming favorite in there is what makes Sammy run at nine to five with Joe Bravo aboard. One
1: last time out in a stakes on that course with Joe Bravo was stalking right off the pace. A worthy favorite for sure.
0: And the triple bin stakes is the other graded stakes at Santa Anita, seven furlongs, $200,000. Um, I think this is a great, too. great it two. It is great yep. two. Yep. yep. Uh, so there's your other one, Forbidden Kingdom, in this race. Yep. Uh, the heavy favorite here, though, is Spirit of McKenna. Uh, Joe ZZ Bravo. Rockets in this race? ZZ Rockets in here. Yep. So, Joe Bravo aboard both heavy favorites. So Joe Bravo might have a day. Spirit of McKenna, two straight wins. Uh, last time out was a seven for a long stakes race.
1: Real chance that you do get a Joe Bravo double there.
0: I agree. Yeah, there you go. Get that Joe Bravo double. It'll pay solidly like three and a half to one. Is Joe Bravo the best jockey porn star name? Oh,
1: um, yes. I'm trying to think of other really good ones. Gary Stevens is a good one for no reason. Okay, because of the Jesse. is it not? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, I think it it's really up, good. Yeah, it just sounds, sound, <laughs> it just sounds made up. <laughs> I think
0: it's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would agree with that. So, yeah. so you, you know, and then
1: Frankie Torre, If you didn't know the porn from that country. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm with you. (laughs) This is the kind of horse racing coverage you get here on the horse racing. But Joe Bravo's.
1: I mean, it's a league of itself. I mean, it's just. Yeah. yeah.
0: It is a pretty elite name. So, all right. uh, Let's go move on. We're gonna start at Churchill with race seven. This is the start of late pick five main special weight. Our hundred twenty thousand main special weight compared to the grade three hundred thousand dollar race at Santa Anita. Correct. Mile and sixteenth on the dirt for Phillies and mares three year old and up. Um, Is it? Is it even? kind of where you could see, I mean, it's a main special way, so I guess it's not a good uh, but a, an allowance race at Churchill might be better than those grade threes at San Anita. Once in a purses, while they are. Yeah. Because of those purses, right? Yep. And so. field size, what have you. So, so Especially uh, from a betting perspective, yeah. Yeah, so what what did the purses draw for this one, Louis? So
1: in this case, I think there are two horses here, the six and the eight, that are obvious, must includes. The other one, though, is getting Lasix for the first time and is a second time starter in Domina. She's the one here. Shredevo wins the second start at 29%. Go sprinter route at 24%. So uh, exclude at your own peril here. So I would absolutely include the one as well with those other two horses. With the two
0: favorites, the so Forever. Correct. Yep. Forever at all at seven to five with Corey Landry board. That's the sixth horse. And Tyler Gafflione, uh is on the eight Corsini. So Brendan Walsh. So if you're betting a horse here, we know which one you're betting. Corsini. Yeah, there it is. So uh, nine to five there yep. in the eight spot. So um, the eighth race. Uh, is an allowance optional claiming race and by the way before I'm, i totally
1: apologize for interrupting sure we're going to be putting out the ticket um publicly on the show today so if you're watching or not watching if you've never watched it before at the end of the handicapping
0: section the pick five will actually be there and can you can see also the whole say sequence that you, people need to go check out first gen sports yeah
1: they need to check out horseracinghappyhour.com uh uh-huh. you, all the links to first-gensports, uh, com for sure Um, Start to check us out. We're going to have a bunch of NBA coverage starting on Monday. We're expanding our platform here at the Horse Racing Happy Hour to include NBA. We'll have college football starting on July 1st. We're we're opening up a, I don't want to call it an empire, Mike, but I mean, when you think of, look, when you think of the Mongols, when you think of the Romans, you then think of the horse racing happy hour.
0: But you know what? A lot of the sports stuff has gotten a little too corporate, and we want to have fun with it. We want to, we want to be it. sitting at the table, sitting at the bar with there our buddies talking sports. So, so first-gen sports is yep. one Uh Hopefully you check We're it out. We're going exactly to have
2: a ton of NBA Finals coverage starting on Monday. Well, I just wanted to say that I'm going to also include the sequence in the description of the the podcast.
1: There you go. It'll be in the uh, in that as well and then uh, of course you can find all of it horse racing happy hour.com
0: first of course that does not include lebron james talk because lebron james is not in the final
1: all right
0: so the uh race eight the uh optional claimer hundred thousand dollars uh is the claiming price one hundred forty one thousand purse this is a mile in the dirt for three-year-olds and up louie who is your pick i here? found my
1: single in the sequence here in the seven a Kapuna on the outside technically here uh, for uh, Ray Lou Gutierrez and Brett Calhoun lost the um, the Knicks go black type last time out at this distance on this course by three quarters of a length with a 99 speed figure. I'm hoping we'll run it back. Brett Calhoun, 21% on dirt, 21% in routes and 22% in allowances. The two of them, not a great number at Churchill, but do hit a 23% overall. So I'm hoping this horse will be our, uh, our, our,
0: Lynch of this pick five and will be our single here in this race. We also see the return of major Fed in this race. For sure. Oh, no, there's some names in here for sure. Yeah. So major Fed coming back. Oh, uh,
1: three techniques, the two horse here. No, there there are names in this. Again, Mike talks about it. Because of the purses, you're going to see horses here that you really respect. um, And that could be a real problem.
0: Race nine on the card is an allowance optional claiming race. $127,000 purse, six furlong sprint on the dirt. These are for three-year-old fillies who have uh, never won a race other than their maiden. So that classifies pretty much for all three-year-old fillies I'm thinking the in yeah. the worlds out there. So, um, Louis, who would you pick here? So
1: I think you you have to grab a bunch of horses here. The six is on top for me. It's Fogo Island. Uh, Mike knows one of the angles I love is when a horse breaks its maiden. I love them the next time out because I think once in a while horses figure out I could be out front and that's okay. Uh, Fogo Island has only run once. It was over the Tapita at Turfway Park. Mike, what have we seen this spring? We've seen horses translate from Turf, Turfway really to Keeneland well. and Turfway to Churchill, period. We saw it with two Phil's. No the longer
0: will be smirching Turfway.
1: It's pretty much over, right? Yeah. I mean, that at least the transition. If you don't like the product in the fall that, or the winter, excuse me, that's fine. But the transition, you cannot besmirch anymore. This horse has, though, been working at the thoroughbred training track um, on the dirt and so has been able to at least get on there. Works are good enough for me. Paulo Lobo, Geraldo Corrales, already hitting at 16% at Churchill Downs. Geraldo. Stunning 20% of Churchill considering who his mounts are. And he's behind Luis Sayas and Tyler. That's really impressive. I think this horse is By absolutely the, way, the one to have on
0: top. Shout out to Luis Sayas for being on mountain. Unbelievable. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. I know. Luis Sayez got <sighs> trampled, uh, or it looked like he could have gotten trampled and he ran me, f-
1: second four races in a row to close the car to Churchill the next day.
0: Right. <laughs> so in Maryland, has to be carried off on a the back on, a, on an ambulance off on a backboard and then is in Churchill the next day racing. So I've got a
1: small barn in second here, Zapple the four, um, but they do get Tyler to ride this horse. Um, Daniel Le- uh, Leitch is the, is the trainer here. Just major bullet workout at Keeneland recently, actually. Love that about the horse, but it's coming out of an optional claimer where he ran second at Turfway. Another Turfway sprinter here, second off the layoff. First time Lasix here. We're going to take that angle as well, so I'll have the four in the second spot, and then after that I look at outside of the 7 and the 8. Uh, Margo in a bubble bath. Do you know Margo?
0: I know Margot. I
1: taught a Margot, so this is a very uncomfortable name for me.
0: Okay. Uh, what do I need to know about Margot? She's in a bubble bath. Okay. How about that? Is there is there like a pun there? Is there a joke there? I don't think so. She won. Uh, she won
1: two back at
0: Keeneland and three back at
1: Fairgrounds. Uh, did not win her last time out uh, her here at beat. Churchill Downs. We're hoping she'll reverse that. She's zero for three lifetime at Churchill. That's why I have her in the third spot. And then we go to the eight. We do get Louis Saez here uh, with Darren Miller. Uh, the two of them have never gotten together on a horse. How about that? Huh. Uh, But that horse has run very well. Recently ran second in optional claimer at Turfway Uh, in January. We're giving him a ton of time off. Darren Miller has won three of his last 12 races on that angle, which I really like. So I'm going to use those four horses here uh, in the sequence.
0: Um, Race 10 is the Kirtana Stakes. This is the uh, main event of the day. $225,000 for a listed stakes. Mile and a half on the turf. Am I, am I stressing the purses at Churchill being so much higher? You than, do what you okay, got to do, bro. All right, I'm just saying. Mile and a half on the turf here for Phillies and Mayors, 4 year old and up. Big-time purse here for this list of stakes. Who do we like in this one? I
1: think if you wanted to get a price, this is the spot. And uh, so I have the five, Miss Yearwood, the six-to-one uh, six fa- uh, not favorite here. <laughs> Ian Wilkes and his son-in-law, Chris Landeros, is riding here. Um, the two of them hitting at a terrible percentage at Churchill Downs. But she's coming out of a mile-and-a-half win at keeneland i'm using another horse immediately after her. i'm using a lot by the way i think that these races are pretty difficult to handicap handicap yeah. especially on the female side unless there is an enable or something like that um is there an enable in this field no there is not, not. so <laughs> the four is uh, is saint Filtre or sin filter as i'm sure they'll say uh without filter for todd pletcher louis saez uh one last time also at keeneland over a mile and a half um so i'm taking the two horses that have the experience at the distance, Mike, that have also won at the distance. But there are other horses in here that are interesting shooters that have a shot that haven't really run well or ever at the distance, including the two quality star 10 to one here, Joe Talamo. Shout out to Marty McGee.
0: That's another pretty decent porn name for
1: uh, Ooh. Joe Talamo.
0: Ooh. Yeah, that's a good.
1: Ooh, that's better than mm, that's like Frankie. Du-
0: yeah, it's Frankie. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, for Palo Lobo, Palo Lobo, by the way, not a great start to wins, but is peppering the board five for 11 to start his time at Churchill in this meet. Talamo did win on this horse last time out at Keeneland. I really trust when horses win at Keeneland on that turf course that they can win other places. And so we'll lean on that as well. Has never run a mile and a half, but did win at a mile and an eighth. It was closing and then pulled away at the mile and an eighth. I'm hoping that the extra two furlongs doesn't bother her at all. After the two, I landed on uh, the seven horse, uh, which is Lovely Princess, five to one, Brian Hernandez Jr. for Kenny McPeak. Kenny McPeak's preferred rider. And so the two of them, 18%, uh, over the last couple of years at Churchill Downs in a massive sample size. Has never run at the distance before, but did run and win at Keeneland last time out over a mile and an eighth. Again, in a stalking position, overtook the leaders at the end. It was able to win that race. And then we're going to go outside. Sparkle Blue is the favorite here, 7-2. to two. I hate to include this horse, but it is my fifth. Ran in the modesty at Churchill last time. That race, it just... I mean, just,
0: is this the most great stakes Experience out of any horse in this field? Yes. So, class going class here?
1: Possibly. Ran in the American Oaks last year. Was right there. Lost by less than a length. With who? Joe Bravo. And so, um, we get Vincent Chamino here, who's already hitting at 15% at Churchill Downs. Grand Motion is shipping for this race twice to Churchill Downs. I think he thinks he has something here. Drops down to 118 pounds. Carrying a lot less weight. I'm interested to see this horse here. By the way, the last time they ran a horse together at this track, they won. All right. So
0: I'm interested in that. I'll I'll include all five of those here. All right. Now, we've talked about how much we like Rafael Bejarano, but in the 11th race in this allowance optional, or I'm sorry, Maiden Special, special. $120,000, six and a half hour long sprint on the dirt for Maiden's three year olds and up, he's riding one of Nick Zito's horses. (laughs) Meeting (laughs) Nick Zito at Derby was. Vigano. Oh, Vigano. Oh, we get it, Nick. We get it. You're Italian. Yeah. But (laughs) listen, that was like so (laughs) awesome to meet Nick Zito. It was nice to meet him. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go with the sentimental long shot pick right here. With, sure. with the two horse, although probably the one or the eight's gonna win this race, right? I, I,
1: I agree. I, no, actually, I think the one's the favorite. I think the eleven's the I'm second. Sorry, the eleven. Not oh, the okay. Yes, at three, yeah, uh, three. Paddington's ones. the first time starter for Brad Cox. He hits those at twenty four percent. Although
0: the eighth horse was Mafia.
1: <laughs> 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 didn't even. Do, woo, didn't mean to do that one. All right. If you wanted to go skinnier on this ticket, use the one. Yeah. But I think there's a chance that the eleven jumps up and wins here. Yeah. It's never an accident that Brad Cox enters a horse like this, right? And so, uh, I went one eleven here. The pick five's up on the screen. Sixty bucks to play. Um, you can you can trim or add in different legs if you want to, but uh, that's at least my A ticket there for the pick five.
0: All right. Will that pay sixty bucks? No, way more. It will pay way more. than way Sixty more, bucks. Yeah. All right. All right. So there you go. You have Louie's word that if you put sixty bucks in that thing. Way more. It, at least 60. seventy-one dollars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at least there you go. <laughs> Maybe seventy-five. So, um, whoa, 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 whoa easy there. Whoa, whoa. So, definitely worth the risk. Um, We'll know this time next week if we're going to the Belmont. Yeah, I
1: don't think I'm going. Well, no, we, uh, Zach and me, sorry. Oh,
0: Zach and yeah. you, yeah. We'll I mean, let's We'll just get the king bed, a little spoon in. The reality of the situation is I have to talk my wife into going to New York on our anniversary <laughs> for me to even have a shot at going.
1: Lowered expectations. I would love to
0: go to New York for Course my anniversary. Sure. I don't know. If a little bagel, a little pizza. I don't know if we'll be able to get her. That was just today. Oh, you're talking little about Broadway like, show. You know. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll little see. little shank. I've, I've kind of casually subway. dropped it a couple times. <laughs> That's not working. I told her that Forte's running, you know, that we might be incentivized to go, and, you know, so far, nothing. <laughs> not nothing. And then part we were, of it, we wore those hats so much before Dirty. I'm, I'm wearing it all the time. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, uh, now life. I think part of it, though, Rocco is uh, a little announcement. I guess, <laughs> oh. uh, like right at the next weekend, Rocco's headed to Louisiana to participate whoa. in the Junior Olympics. Whoa. And if he wins, then he gets to represent Team USA. So whoa, in judo, in judo, how about yeah. that? And then uh, your son's quite the judoist, isn't he? He is. He's medaled at the U.S. Open every time he's gone. So incredible. Um, I'm very proud of him. There you go. Yeah, my kids like chess. I I like chess. So that's and, what
1: I. That's my counter. To that
0: <laughs> that's a great game. It is a know. great it's game. A fantastic. Game They've been playing it nonstop last couple. um of So yeah. So that th- we got that going on. Uh, so we'll see. I, I think that's the other part of this. My, my kids are New amazing
2: York. at parkour and a little parkour. Parkour, all right. a little parkour on a Thursday. American like Ninja
0: Warrior in Zach's house. <laughs> and Minecraft. Can you do? Park- Our neighbor across the street built an American Ninja Warrior like training facility. Then? Correct. Like like. Is he trying to get on?
1: Uh, no, I I think he's just weird. Okay, I like them a lot. My kids take out there a lot, but it's 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 that's not what you put in your backyard. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That parkour stuff looks <laughs> like it's just not for me.
1: It's it's one of those things. He's just going to find a sixteen-year-old smoking pot out there. I think that's what it is. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, that's what it's for. Yeah. Well, parkour in Minecraft. All right, letter grade your trip to Preakness. Yeah, I mean, I think now that you look back, you've had five days to think about. I mean, I, it was a good experience. I'm glad I went. Yep, it was a solid B. Okay. Yeah, I think you had a B plus, and you don't know it. I think it could have been a B plus. I think my expectations of downtown in Baltimore was it's way crappier than yeah, what right. I, than yeah, yeah. what I thought it was gonna be. Sure. And the area around Pimlico is way nicer than what I thought okay. it was gonna be. There you go. And the people at Pimlico Unbelievable. were fantastic. Yep. So Samika.
3: Oh Samika! Oh, what are we doing? How did we get to
1: what what time is it? Forty two minutes without Samika. Oh, she was great.
0: So I mean, listen, I'm serious. Like everyone at Baltimore What was the name of that high school, Zach? Help me out. Was that Crystal Ray? Crystal Ray, brother. Crystal Ray, baby. There
1: we go. All right. Shout out to Crystal Ray High School in Baltimore. So,
0: but seriously, like, even when we show up on Friday and we don't have our parking passes and we don't know where to go and all that stuff, no one was like a complete and total jerk. Oh, uh, I couldn't. On
1: Tuesday, I couldn't park at Churchill Downs.
0: Right. Tuesday. And and just uh, the security guard, when I'm trying to get on the backside with my media pass, he wouldn't let me me in on, on Monday. Piblico is the opposite. Yeah, it was uh, the complete and total opposite as far yeah. as that goes. And, and the people in the
1: credentialing office, even when I didn't have one, I had to show them a text message.
0: Yeah. And they right. were like, we get it. You're good. No, it is. it is Parking our second day was kind of that way. We kind of, yeah. yeah. So, oh, you're
2: right. The, yeah, you yeah, the woman there. there you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it was overall, like, all that stuff was fantastic. And Johnny people, P, Danny I, like, all those people. Yeah. I
1: mean, Tim Wilkin walking in, shadows because he's so tall. For sure.
0: <laughs> Wilkin's not taller than me. You think he is? I don't think he is. Whew, it's close. Um, <laughs> you know, getting to see Flatter and Sherva, which is always fun. You know, it is
1: weird that I have to travel to Baltimore.
0: To I just Sherva. missed Ed DeRosa. If that he was, wasn't there? He was not there. He put up pictures like he was, but he wasn't there. <laughs> so there we go. That That's the Pimlico recap. That's the Preakness recap. Uh, I would say that I will be back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do a I different will, hotel, and
1: we'll, we'll hang yeah, out. Yeah, we'll do, do an interview.
0: Airbnb or something like yeah, that. Sure, yeah, sure. That would have been a lot of fun, actually. Yeah.
1: Well, you also didn't go out to the neighborhood bar
0: with us. I did not go to the poorhouse.
1: Yeah, to Peter's poorhouse. Shout out to them. Um, it's like you didn't get the full neighborhood
0: experience. Yeah, I pretty yeah. much did not think it was a good idea to be walking around from our hotel at nighttime. So. I bought Plus a beer fell asleep.
1: on Thursday and walked outside at 1.30 in the morning and walked back to our hotel with it. And I treated Baltimore like New Orleans multiple times. That You did multiple times Shout was your boy Rob was Rob like totally mortified that I did that
0: no okay good okay <laughs> not at all good okay no. good all right that's it for today uh, Zach play the music we'll see you next time this is the horse racing happy hour
1: yes it is <laughs> 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 75 do.
3: closing <laughs> time open